no one can ever say that they're a master of their craft or of their vocation or whatever training that they have, unless they're first a student. You have to first be a student before you can be a master of something. First, you need to learn. You need to learn whatever skill or talent or vocation. You have to go to school. That's why we go to school. We go to school in order to learn something. And then, and then after that, after we've learned it, then there's a, what I always call like the practical, you know, hands-on training. I'm thinking of like a nurse, you know, a nurse, you go through all the school, but then you actually go there and do it. But you, you have another nurse that's with you, that's training you actually how to do it, like taking blood. You know, you just don't do that. You, like you have to have guidance of doing that. So we're always students before we're teachers. And actually a good teacher is a first a good student. A good master is first a good learner. And we're actually, in some sense, even when we have our vocation and we have the experience, we're still students. We're still learning. We're still, there's still, I'm just thinking medical field, there's still diseases out there that doctors don't know. We don't know how to diagnose. We don't have medicine for that. And so we're, we're still learning. We're still researching. You know, there, there, there's never a time in which you could say, well, I know it all. I know it all. Such as like divine mercy. There's never a time in which you could say, well, I know about divine mercy. I don't need to learn anymore. I know that. I've heard Father Chris's talks. I've heard, no, you, you don't. Jesus said no angel or saint in heaven will be able to fathom my mercy for all eternity. All eternity. And he says, not even an angel will be able to fully understand my mercy. Not an angel. Whose angels have greater, much greater intelligence than us as human beings. So we're, we're always learning. They said that Albert Einstein at the end of his life, when they researched his brain, they said that he had only used about 9% of his total brain capacity, 9%, Albert Einstein. So Albert Einstein had 91% of his brain still to use. Still had 91% of his brain. Isn't that amazing? 9%. So we can, we can always learn. There's always neurons that we can fire in our brain. There's always learning that we can do. And the spiritual life to grow spiritually, we all need to learn from the feet of the master, Jesus. We all need to be at the feet of Jesus. We all need to be a disciple before we're sent as an apostle. Like the monks uh, in the Middle Ages, they used to do what was called Lexio Divina, where they would take a scripture and they would meditate on it. You know how long they would, the average monk would meditate on scripture would be about three hours per day, three hours per day. They, they would call it chewing the cud. You ever know a, a cow that chews the cud, any of you farmers? So a cow, what it does is it 
eats grass. Well, cows should be eating grass, not corn, but that's another subject. But grass-fed cows, they eat grass, okay? They swallow the grass and their stomach. And then, sorry if you didn't have breakfast, they regurgitate the grass into their mouth. So it's, it's food that's already eaten, and then they regurgitate it, and then they chew on it. And that's called chewing the cud. And then they swallow it, and then they regurgitate it again, and they chew the cud. And this is what Lexio Divina is, meditation, that the monks used to do. They would, in a way, ingest the scripture, swallow it, but then they would bring it back up and chew on it, and chew on it, and then swallow it again, and then re bring it back up and chew on it. And they would learn from the feet of the master. We all learn by prayer and contemplation. That is why people do hours of adoration before the blessed sacrament. That's where we learn. That's where we grow. That's where, where the Lord changes us. That's, that's where, like, if we don't have a belief in God, spend some time before the blessed sacrament. Because that's where God will give you his answers is in adoration of the blessed sacrament. It's at the fear of the master that each one of us learns. Before we become an apostle, before Jesus sends us out, we need to contemplate. We need to be at the feet of the master. We cannot be an apostle. We cannot be sent out unless we first learn. And that's why the apostles were with Jesus for three and a half years. They were learning before Jesus sent them out with the power of the Holy Spirit. We never send ourselves out. It's always God who sends us, God who calls us, God who sends us out. But no one can call themselves. No one can say, well, I'm entitled to be a priest. No one's entitled to be a priest. No one's entitled to be a deacon. No one's en entitled to do something for God. We're called. It's a, there's a difference between being called and entitled. Entitled is something that's coming from yourself. It's a right. Being called is something that humbles you. Because a lot of times when you feel called, you feel inadequate for the job. And that's usually a true calling. When you feel inadequate, when you feel humbled, that's usually a true calling. When you have no idea what you're doing, that's usually a true calling. Think of Mother Angelica. She had no idea what she was doing when she started up EWT. She had no clue. She had no experience. And yet God called her to do that. It kept coming to her. And then she just stepped out out of faith with no money and started this incredible network that exists to today that's evangelizing people. But Mother Angelica first had to learn from the feet of the master. She was a cloistered nun, a, a, a poor Claire. And it was only from listening to the voice of the Lord, that's where she received this extraordinary calling of setting up a, a Catholic network. See, it's always in adoration and contemplation. That's where our hearts are changed. That's where people receive their religious vocation, their calling. And unless we do that, there is no evangelization. There is no being sent forth. 
We always have to have this contemplative dimension before we have the apostolic dimension. Sometimes in the church, we can, we can be too caught up in activity, too caught up in so many projects or so many things, say, in the parish, and yet we're not caught up in loving Jesus and just contemplating. And, it, and actually, it's the hardest thing to do. Contemplation, meditation, it's the hardest spiritual practice to do. Why? Because it can be boring. You might not receive anything. You might be there and nothing happens. You're just bored. You may fall asleep. You may fall asleep during adoration. You might say, well, that was a waste of time. But it's never a waste of time. Even if you fall asleep before Jesus in adoration, he still loves you. Even while, you, even while you're snoring away, even while you're catching some Z's, he's still loving you. So just being in his presence transforms you, changes you. So if, it, if you could do anything great for your spiritual life, to really grow in your spiritual life, it would be Eucharistic adoration. Spend time before the Blessed Sacrament. That's why we, we have a holy hour here every day at the National Shrine of Divine Mercy from 1 to 2 p.m. Right before we're about to celebrate Mass, we invite the faithful to adore the Blessed Sacrament. We pray the rosary during that time. We have confessions during that time so that people's hearts, their lives can be renewed by the sacrament of God's mercy. And they can spend time adoring the Lord in silence and contemplation. It's only when we're disciples, that's when we can be good apostles. And if you have an apostolate in your life, something that you're doing, say in, in the parish, or maybe something bigger, maybe something through radio, maybe something through TV. Always remember that as you're giving, always come back and have your batteries charged through contemplation, through Eucharistic adoration. And there are times and sometimes you have to take a retreat. You have to take a longer time so that you don't burn out. And to always remember that Jesus is the Messiah. Yes, he works through us. He works through the church. But ultimately, Jesus is the Messiah. Ultimately, the Holy Spirit's the one who converts hearts. He, he just uses us poor instruments. I always say we're leaky pens in the hands of God. We're leaking all over because we're sinful. But God still writes a magnificent story with, with these leaky pens with us. Contemplate the Savior today. Remember that always a good disciple makes a good apostle. And as an apostle, you're still always a disciple before the feet of the master, learning from him, learning from him to wash other people's feet, to be humble, to be one of service, but always one who's also receiving from the feet of the master to go out and spread the good news of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. 
simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.